guys, thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Let's Speak It Out Loud. I am your host, the Alicorn, the Unicorn, Goddess Candace, the Duchess, Pure Elegance, and a lot of other names that I am known by through many universes. <laughs> Welcome once again. So guys, thank you so much, like I said, for tuning in today. I hope everybody is doing well. I am doing fantastically fabulous. And if you're not feeling so good, I hope, I hope, I hope, I say something that lifts your spirits today to let you know, hey, roll them shoulders, snap that neck up in the air, and keep it moving. All right. So guys, first and foremost, I want to thank you all who are supporting the podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. The love is definitely being felt, y'all. Don't think I don't appreciate you, and I just have to say that. Um, I appreciate all the donations that come in for the podcast. As you know, guys, that helps this podcast grow. So all the love you send to me, I love it. Um, if you're watching me on YouTube, I appreciate it. Um, you guys are really setting it on fire with some of the episodes that you love, and I appreciate you. Um, you can see me on every format, whether it's um, Podbean or iHeartRadio or Amazon um, Music or Spotify. I'm on all the channels, so just tune right on in. And once again, guys, if you'd like to donate to the channel, I definitely would appreciate it. Um, you can donate at paypal.me forward slash speak it lmcm17 that's paypal.me forward slash speak it lmcm17 or once again if you guys are a cash app person just hit that dollar sign candace y miller that's dollar sign c-a-n-d-a-c-e-y miller all right y'all i hope like i said you guys are doing fantastic this evening because i really am wanted to stop by today and just say what's up y'all what's up y'all it ain't as bad as you think it is shake it off stand up get it together dust yourself off and try it again how about that (laughs) so guys today you know i've been thinking about a few things and usually i'm on 1000 because i'm always moving around and doing things and can't sit down and i'm a virgo so i'm always thinking and thinking and creating and thinking and creating and got to get it done right now and can't nobody get it done right but me so i gotta get it done right now but today i'm kind of on 500 instead of a thousand i'm i'm in my hermit mode a little bit laid back you know my thinking mode you virgos out there definitely understand that hermit mode it's not personal against anyone or anything it's just that Honestly, we prefer our company over anyone else's. And uh, to let you in is a huge thing for us. And it has nothing to do with personal or trauma or this and that. It's just that Virgos just look and understand that everything and everybody ain't for you. And ain't nothing wrong with that. So guys, as I was sitting today just kind of contemplating, I was thinking about vision. You know, vision. So, this word just kept circulating in my mind today. We know what vision is. I'm going to pull it up in a dictionary. All right, so vision as a noun, we are all know this. The faculty or state of being able to see. If you look at it in a physical form, that's how I equate that definition. Being able to see. Okay? 
plan or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. The ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. That's vision as well. You know, that's definitely vision as well. To be able to project and see something and bring it into fruition. Okay, you talk today, fruitions, excuse me. <laughs> For those Virgos out there listening, you know how we correct everybody else. So, But you know, the ability to think about a plan. You know, a plan in the future with your imagination. Okay, and I know a lot of times we're growing up. We imagine a lot of things that we want to be. You know, and when you're a kid, there's nothing you can't see or nothing you can't see yourself doing. And then we grow up into adulthood and people tell you things like, man, you need to put that pipe dream away and go and get you a real job. Well, that's the slavery mentality. And they don't know that. They're just saying those things because they care about you and they don't want to have to take care of your butt. You know, they care about you because they know how hard it is in the world. So they want you to take that route that everyone travels. Go to school, get you a degree, get you a great job. But your vision, that's just a pipe dream. You know, a lot of times the adults in your life will tell you that. But the vision I'm talking about today, guys, is a vision that's a mental image of a possible and desirable future state of your mind. A vision to me, it describes your aspirations for the future, a destination of where you're trying to go. It's a dream. It's a distant long-term dream, something you see yourself doing in the future. And without vision, where would you be? Without vision, you can't see. I don't care if your physical eyes are looking. But without that inner vision, what do you see? Really? You know, I often think about it. Do you see yourself just working for a company for 50 years or whatever you are now because you think, I don't have enough money to start a business. I don't have enough money to make my dreams come true. I don't have enough money. And people are like, girl, you right. You better go to work. First things first, get the fuck away from those people. Get the fuck away from those people who help you shoot your dreams down. And furthermore, it's not anyone's business what your dream is. Sometimes we have to talk about our dreams just amongst ourselves and our spirits, which would be the universal creator, your ancestors, known and unknown, your spirit guides, the ancestors that are here with you, your angelic beings. You know, you know the ones that tell you things like, "Mm -mm, don't go down that way, and you know you're not going down that way. Or the ones who say to you, man, mm-mm, I'd go the other way. Or, man, get the hell away from this person because it's going to be trouble every time you're around this person. Those spirit guys, those ancestors. And guys, when you have a vision, it's okay to go for it. And yes, sometimes we need help developing that vision. 
But then you pray for wisdom and guidance, the guidance to find the answers, the guidance to keep you going, the guidance to keep you knowing that you're on the right path. You know, within your heart and within your spirit, sometimes we have fear. And there's nothing wrong with fear, because what is fear sometimes? It's false evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. False evidence appearing real. And sometimes fear can motivate you and not paralyze you. You know, a lot of times we think of fear as a bad thing. But fear is a good thing sometimes. It'll save your life. (laughs) It'll keep you out of shit. You know, and that's real talk. So when we, we speak about our visions, we often forget how to dream. And when we have that vision, it feels so good to us when we're dreaming and we're thinking about it and we're, we're planning and going through things. And then what happens? We tell someone, they say, uh, you really want to do that? Well, yeah, yeah, I, I really do want to do it. Then they begin to be the bearers of doubt for you. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, you know you got three kids and a a wife and your daughter's about to graduate from high school and going to college and this and that. And and you know, uh, at least you got a guaranteed paycheck if you stay on the plantation. Well, guys, listen, I'm not saying nothing about nobody going to work because, like I said before, we all have done it and we all do it because we got to survive. However, what I'm talking about is your vision. Don't lose your vision in that 9 to 5, you know, in that 12 to midnight, in that midnight to 3 a.m., or those 16, 17, 18 hours of day working. Don't lose your vision in that. We all know we got to survive. And if the choices in your life are you got to go to work, because I don't know too many people born with a silver spoon in your mouth. If you got that like that, take well advantage of it and create generational wealth for the next generations to come in your family. But if you don't have that and you're building, you're the first person in your family that has the opportunity to build something that will last decades and decades and generations and centuries. See, vision, for me, I'm thinking centuries. I'm not thinking until I die and then pass on $100,000 to my children. That's not shit. That ain't generational wealth. I'm talking about the billions and billions and billions that have been passed on like the Rockefellers and all of those people. How'd they get it? Well, we gonna talk about that. Generationally, they train their children to go into the business. Some do, some don't. But I promise you they put a conglomerate together to keep that generational wealth going as they acquire things that are needed in the world. Okay, when you have a vision, you personally have to find out how your vision affects the world. And if you're one of those positive entities who came to this earth to make things better for the earth and the universe, then you know your vision will help the world. 
But if you're one of those negative people who came to this world to cause havoc and strife and, and pain, that often happens in capitalism, then I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who are here, who have manifested on this plane at this time with the vision to uplift the vibration of the universe because there's wickedness out there. I'm talking to the people who know deep down inside of you that your purpose for being here is not going to that nine to five every day. And I'm telling you, do not be afraid of your vision. Step out on the faith. Don't listen to anyone else has to say to you about doing it. If it's in your gut and it's burning in your soul and you're unhappy where you are, get up, rise up mighty people and get out there. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to succeed. Do not be afraid to succeed. Let me say it again for the ones in the back. Do not be afraid to succeed and do not put your vision on the shelf because I promise you, if you don't do the job that you were sent here to do, when it's time for it to be done, the universe will put someone else in that place. Because certain things have to be done. There's too much positive energy and higher vibrations on this plane for the wicked to win. For you to be engulfed and enslaved for the rest of your life. There's too much righteousness. There's too much grace. There's too much truth for the wicked to win. You know, vision. Vision is something that will take you to a whole nother level of success, determining what success is to you. And my vision, let me give you a little bit of my inside, because I move in silence a lot of times. People see me. Oh, she's got it so easy. Oh, everything comes easy to her. But you don't see what I'm doing behind the scenes when I'm on my knees and I'm talking to the ancestors and I'm crying and I'm saying, oh, most high, why is this not working out? What am I not doing? Oh, ancestors, universe, guide me. Guide my words. Give me wisdom to continue moving on the path that I'm destined for. Y'all don't see that. You don't see that at all. Because that's within my vision. So within your vision, I implore you to drop your fear, to drop your anguish, to drop your sadness, to drop the mental conditioning that we all have been faced with. It hinders some of us much more than it hinders others. But I'm here. I'm one of those entities to let you know the mental conditioning is just that. It's mental conditions. And you can change your mental conditions by going within, by seeking yourself, by seeking the wisdom that the Most High Creator has embedded into you because we are in the image of our Creator. Not the Maker, our Creator. Because, let me say that again. We're not in the image of our maker. We're in the image of our creator. Our maker 
Our maker is what makes us go to work every day. Our maker is what makes us have to pay all these bills every day. Our creator gives us the spark and the energy of creation. Just like we were created by the creator, we have the power of creation inside us. You have to unlock those keys. But if you're always distracted by the stress and the pain and the anguish of never having enough, the anguish of lack, the anger, anguish of unhappiness, because I promise you, most of you who are listening to me right now, if you could decide to go to work or not, you would not. Don't lie to yourself, y'all. Don't lie. If you could decide to go to work or not, you would not. I don't care how much you love your job. Or if you love the field that you're in, you would prefer to work for yourself than anyone else. Because these corporate plantations are full of shit. They're worse than fucking puppy mills. Working on these damn jobs. It's corporate America. And they're paying you this and that. And we're arguing about minimum wage should be this. Minimum wage should be that. I think minimum wage should be a hundred damn thousand dollars a year. How about that? Since we love the world so much. And we want everybody to be successful. But if minimum wage was a hundred thousand dollars a year. I promise you. It would still be a wealth gap. Because in America. The wealth gap. It's a status symbol. You have to understand. Now I'm about to go deep with y'all. Yes, in America, the wealth gap is a status symbol. Now, I need y'all to understand this. Now, if y'all don't like what I'm about to say, that's fine. You can change the channel, cut it off, unsubscribe, whatever. But I implore you to check out what I'm saying. It's all about status Here in America, there's no such thing as the races, white race and black race in America. Those are status symbols. It tells your status on government documentation. Okay, so there is no nationality that's a white nationality. They may be European, but they're not white. And there's no nationality that's black. I'm going to say that again. Black is not a nationality, and black is not who you are. Black means X'd out, but that's the term we use today, a more favorable term. They've called us everything under the sun, niggas, ishies, uh, piece of shit, whatever. So thanks to James Brown, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, you know. And then you have the African-American term, which... I don't agree with that. That came about in 1985. Check your history and check out who came up with that name and voted on it, which they don't represent me, Jesse. Okay, so what I'm saying to y'all is black and white is a status in this country. When you think about the aboriginals in Australia, they don't consider them black. They call them indigenous aboriginals. Why? Because they were the first people in Australia before the European went there. Okay? When you think about us here, we've always been here. We're not African. We were not on slave ships brought here. And it's time for y'all to wake up and stop believing that story that someone else taught us and told us. I need you to go through the history, not the history books. I need you to go through the National Archives. 
not the history books that they're teaching you in school. Because you have to understand that we are the aboriginal indigenous people of America. That's why there's such a problem here. If I make you think you're from somewhere else, then there's no ties here. And I won't fight you for anything that you stole from me. What? What did the goddess just say? You heard me. Let me say it again for those in the back. If I teach you that you're from somewhere else, then you don't see the vision of rebuilding what I stole from you. You were always here. Just like the indigenous Indians in Louisiana are dark, dark, dark. The indigenous Indians in North Carolina are dark red. My mom and them happen to be one of them. Okay? My grandmother, like I said, who passed away on December, oh, excuse me, February the 12th, three years ago, who passed away at 107, always taught us we didn't come from Africa. We've always been here. She was here so long, she told me she remembered when they stopped calling them colored. She said, I was, I was kind of good with colored because they called them everything else, and she remembers her grandmother telling her when it became illegal to use their tribal name. You had to be, they classified you as colored. And then they always use nigga and then black and then African-American. If I tricked you into thinking you from somewhere else, then you're not invested here. So you don't give a damn what happens here. But the fact still remains is when you look in the National Archives, check out the treaties that were never honored by the U.S. government. I'm talking about people. Everybody's talking about reparations. Fuck some money. I'm talking about my land back. Do you understand the land in this country belongs to the indigenous aboriginal? The Niji people who were here before the European game, which would be us. Okay? So vision will definitely raise your consciousness and truth will begin to come more so towards you. You have to know who you are so you can know where you're going. And if you continue to think through a vision that you're something that you're not, you will never bring your vision to fruition. And I ain't got nothing against the people who say, I'm African, I'm going back there, well, take your ass over there. Go and move over there. But the fact still remains is, we need to discuss the fact, um, the treaties. The treaties and how Europeans were paid to come over here. And we taught them how to farm on our lands. And then the government did a whammy and took our lands from us when the European came here. Guys, that wasn't long ago. We taught them how to farm. The government paid for them to come over just like now here in the state that I'm in. Immigrants are coming over and your Joe Biden has given them $450,000, excuse me, to be here. Within the last few months, we have watched them here in this state, moving into the corner stores, taking over the gas stations, this and that, driving through downtown by the state capital in a caravan of Can-Ams. You know, the little, they look like little Batman, little motorcycles that you drive, the little car, go-kart Can-Am. 
You can pay every immigrant $450,000, but you can't pay your debt to the indigenous aboriginal people who taught each European how to till this land that you stole from. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And if you think I'm crazy, let me give you some things to go and check out. One thing I want you to go check out, check out Brother Dane Calloway. He's definitely a historian who has done his due diligence. Um, his website is I'm just here to make you think.com. Check out Dane Calloway and check out what he's saying because he has debunked every single thing that we have ever been taught. And it wasn't hard to debunk it because the evidence is in the National Archives written down. So, vision. What is your vision for your future? How are you going to move forward through these next times? Because things are not as they had been perceived once, that you work 50 years and get a pat on the head. Good job, Jimmy, and here's a golden watch. Huh. The pandemic shut half the country down. Thank God, and y'all can get mad at me for saying this, thank God I'm in a Republican state. And I'm not a Republican or a Democrat because I'm watching. Okay, I don't give a shit about whoever. Just leave me the fuck alone. So I'm watching. And the things that some of the states have gone through and are still going through is fucking ridiculous. However, that's my opinion. And I'm entitled to have my own opinion regardless to what this country thinks. I ain't hurt nobody. I can have an opinion on every single thing in the world if I choose to. Because opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. Just like a Karen can walk up to me in the store and feel like she's entitled to tell me anything she wants to tell me. I was parked at the grocery store. And this Ken decided to walk up to me and tell me, you know, if you park there, it's going to be a $500 fine if the police catch you parking there. And I looked at this old Ken because his son or grandson looked scared like, oh, shit, he fucking with that woman. Yeah, I don't look like the one to be fucked with. And so I told him, well, thank you so much, boss. And I laughed and got in my car. I wasn't going to have a conversation with him. He ain't going to drain my energy. And I gave him what he wanted. And that fucked him up, too. Because they're entitled. Okay? So I need y'all to understand some things. The world that we know it, indigenous aboriginals here in America, that they continue to tell you that you're black and African American, it's a distraction from your vision. It's a distraction. The real issue is, are you going to figure out who you really are and call in on that debt? Because there's no unity, I'm keeping you distracted with every single thing. I got your Pan-Africanists. I got your woke people. I got your straight power to the people. I got your, ooh, ooh, y'all got them transgender black people. Ooh, y'all got them gay people. Ooh, we got the Christians always saying this and that and that and this. Listen, my people. We all in the same fucked up situation because we won't come together. We sitting up arguing about some white dude saying nigga 56,000 times. It ain't nothing new. He always said it and they have been saying it since they made up the word. It 
it's their word. It's not our word. Well, yeah, you know, we use nigga as a term of endearment. That's your business. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's how the verbiage you choose to use, great. Okay, I choose to say fuck it. That's the verbiage I choose to use. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? So I just want y'all to know, and I wanted to come to you this evening, just to talk about a few things, you know, I'll go off quick about some things I know those you will find and you will know, and you will learn that I don't just be saying shit just to be saying shit. You will learn that the goddess pretty much know what she's talking about. Goddess can just be right up on it, but you know what? I don't break my neck to prove it to nobody else. I just take what I know and move on. And those who are supposed to hear and those who are supposed to find me do. Those who appreciate me and those who know I'm telling them something right in their spirit, they will know and they will feel it. And they will use the words to elevate and raise their vibration and change their mental mindset. What about you? Well, you gonna sit back and do what you do. It makes me no difference. Because I'm here to let's speak it out loud. My thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my music, my flavor, my flair. It's what it is. And I know it's somebody out there who thinks the same way that I do. And if you don't, that's okay too. That's all right. See, the problem with us is when we don't think alike, we go crazy. But that's a distraction. I don't have to do what you do for you and I, brother and sister, to work together to get to the ultimate plan, which is visions. Visions of creativity. Visions of changing our platform. Vision of changing how we're seen. Visions of changing what it is. You know, Whoopi, people been talking trash about you. I feel sorry for Whoopi. I don't feel sorry for Whoopi. I ain't got nothing to say about that either. Because when you work for the man, <laughs> every job has rules and regulations. I don't care how big you think you get. And when you work for them, you have rules and regulations. Now, I don't like the fact that you sat up there and had to apologize with me and then be schooled on TV about um, what it is. Because to me, it wasn't about any of that. The only thing it was about was I don't know if um, Jewish people were upset or not. I'm not sure. I can't say anything about that. But what I do know is you ain't going to fuck with them. Why? Because they're united front, whether they care or not. They stepped up and said, you're not about to fuck with us. Don't mention our name. Uh, uh, meet you. Meet your ex. I'm going to throw this out there. Put some respect on my motherfucking name. That's what they said. And until we learn how to do that, put some respect on our own names, other people will put respect on our names. And then we can complete our visions. We've been marching and marching and marching and marching and marching. And they say, oh, look at them marching. Yeah, and they'll report on it for a minute. And then something else happened. That's because we don't make people put respect on our name, goddammit. My thoughts. Tell me your thoughts in the comments. Tell me what you think. All I'm trying to do is to get you up to uplift yourself and to love yourself enough and respect yourself enough to put your foot down and say, I'm going to be the best me that I can be. I deserve it. And you will not categorize me or generalize me or tell me who I am because I know who I am and I can only be me. Huh? I can only be me. What about you? Guys, well, 
that's about it for me today. I'm going to get on up out of here. And I do want to tell you all once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Let's Speak It Out Loud. I love you all. I appreciate you all. I hope this message finds you and uplifts you and gives you a spark within yourself, gives you a charge within yourself to go find out something different, to go research something new, to go find out something truthful about yourself without somebody else telling you. All right? All right, people. Well, once again, it has been a pleasure for me to come to you again this evening with Let's Speak It Out Loud. I love you all. I love you all. I love my people. I love you all. Have a wonderful, fantastic, and great evening. Peace.